hello and welcome to another episode of the Stories and Philosophies podcast. This is episode four and in keeping with our theme of M's for the month of September, this episode will be a story of men. Yes, M-E-N, men. Um, I choose this topic and this story because the subject of men is just a very interesting one that comes up whenever women are engaged in conversation and men are always curious to know what women think about them and so it's it's a very topical topic although for me it is one that has become less important in my most recent years um So in this story and philosophy's episode, I will share a cross-section of three men that I have had some sort of a relationship with and what I learned from each of those three men in a very high-level nutshell and a philosophy generally and a truth that I am standing in in my relationship with men. So let's get started. So this story is part a the first boy and man i ever loved so i affectionately refer to him as my exotic nigerian engineer um he was a boy that i went to school with in secondary school and i will not say his name um but he in as i have introspected back on what love truly means to me he was the first person in a male form outside of family that really showed me what it meant to be loved he was attentive he was receptive and he was just generally open-hearted and giving in ways that a lot of men in my adult life have learned to be sheltered from have learned to hide from the world and he was still a boy we were still kids and so he was just very open and giving and vulnerable in the ways that he showed his love the most significant memory i have of him is i was growing up in the era when cell phones were just getting popular and so one of the telecommunication companies, MTN, had midnight calls for free. So from 12 a.m. to 5 a.m., you could make however many calls you wanted to make and they were completely free. And so this, my exotic Nigerian engineer, would call me at least four to five times a week whenever we were back home from boarding house on holiday. And he would just talk and sing to me And sometimes I would fall asleep and he would stay on the phone. But he was on the phone with me for so long and just wanted to be with me and engage in random, random conversations about random, random things. And sometimes he would put on the radio and we would literally listen to the radio on the phone together. But there was this sense to which he just wanted to spend quality time with me and did not love me from a place of possession. I think when I think of him, the thing that I'm grateful for the most is that he never really tried to possess me. He never really wanted 
us to have a title he never really wanted to be anything to me he just wanted to shower love and affection to me he wasn't necessarily interested in the possession of women because we're kids and kids haven't been taught that love means possession yet and so I've always really appreciated that relationship um because he taught me so much about love and about the fact that I was worthy of this attention and this love that another human being was capable of giving. So fast forward maybe seven or eight years, I've had crushes, I've definitely been into guys and guys have been into me, but just never really moved anything in any direction. And I meet this other guy. So part B of the story, um, I meet this guy and he is a few years older than me and I am at a camp and I just have the sudden revelation that I am ready to date and date widely. And I had one magical conversation with this guy and he just felt right in every way. And I had never felt anything so strongly in my entire <laughs> like preteen slash teen years. It just it felt like chaos, a vulca- volcano. It it felt really deep and really intense. And in retrospect for him it was just a week long someone to chill with and have good conversations with for me though I just felt that if you have this intense of a connection with someone it definitely means something is underfoot that this is it this is what I've heard about this is a passion and all of the everything that I'd heard about and up until that point because I had never felt that there was always something that held me back from giving pieces of myself or giving um, attention or my vulnerability to men Um, but when I met this guy and felt a lot of these things and didn't really know what I was feeling but knew that it was strong I just was super vulnerable super open like hey I'm super into you and I just want to spend all this time talking everything that I was feeling I essentially communicated that and (laughs) that always feels like such a yike worthy story to me because he wasn't even somewhat interested or in any of those deep emotions as I was and as we've I've gotten to know this guy um, past this little moment and been and been able to see him more fully I recognize that that was definitely like (laughs) something that scared him off and because I knew that because I recognize that because I know that when I gave him my full self he and this is just emotionally like when I gave him my full self emotionally he shrank back and didn't want to have anything to do with me anymore for the longest time it made me feel like there was something wrong with me it made me feel like I wasn't worthy of that no one wanted to see my full self 
and it was the first time since my exotic Nigerian engineer that I had really just put myself out there ready to receive and I hadn't received anything and so I very much internalized a lot of that rejection without even stopping to question that maybe it was my method and not me and maybe it was you know that we just weren't compatible or you know I, I didn't stop to question a lot of those things I just really took it on as you are too much and whenever you show all of yourself that will not be fully accepted and so I went back into this closet of sorts um, and you know few years here and there still met a couple of people some which I was mostly open with some which I wasn't fully open with but had a lot of opportunities to engage with a lot of different men that taught me a lot of different things about myself and and in recent years so within the past two years I have had this just juxtaposition of remembering what love feels like and and really recognizing that in interactions with men the biggest thing for me to remember and for me to know is knowing what I will not accept knowing that at the baseline of everything is the foundation of a good friendship and I've been really fortunate to have some really great amazing male friends who have laid that foundation for me and I know guys and people that engage in conversations about relationships are always talking about the dreaded friend zone but in recent years it's really become apparent to me that unless a guy can go through the friend zone and be a really good friend there is no possibility of him being anything more in my life of him being a love interest if he doesn't first lay the foundation of being a good friend um i recognize that when this year there was a guy that i was really really attracted to and he was a lot of what I thought I wanted on paper as far as a partner and he really opened up this part of me that was just passionate and deep and ready to commit and again just opened up like this well of emotions in me but he wasn't a good friend he was an okay friend but he just wasn't he didn't spend time he wasn't present he wasn't um he wasn't a good friend and through that interaction with him juxtaposed with the guys that I've known in recent years that have just been good friends and for some of them there's been like a romantic and more kind of relationship and with some of them they haven't but recognizing that at the base of that is this level of good friendship that has been a really good learning for me I think a lot of men are not invested in high quality friendships with women I don't know if a part of that is not seeing the women that they're interested in as like equally human aside from attraction. But I realized that good friendships from people of the opposite sex 
are really, really vital. Just as much as good friendships with people of the same sex are really, really vital. Friendships and people who see us and validate us are so foundational for our growth, regardless of whether we want to take that into a romantic and sexual space or just keep that in a platonic friendship space. Those are kind of my philosophical findings from my relationships with men, but I think the kind of greatest overarching thing that I have recognized about maleness and my relationship with maleness is that there is this sense in which women wait for that validation of our worthiness, of our attractiveness, of our ability to take up space in the world, of our adventure. We wait and hold off that part of ourselves until we find a partner and in unlearning and learning and interacting with people and having a series of failed and successful situationships I've recognized that this ability to define myself and validate myself by maleness has almost ceased to exist in recent years there is this confidence that comes from knowing who I am there's this confidence that comes from navigating life alone with myself with other people in my community that are not men that has given me this newfound confidence that has given me this newfound narrative this newfound neuropathway in my brain that doesn't really look to maleness and male validation and male desire as the bedrock of what I bring to the table. I no longer need to wait for a man to validate my attractiveness to feel attractive. I no longer need to wait for a man to choose me to feel like I deserve to be chosen for some other things in my life. And and that was something I would hear people say and just never really understood how because I think so much of our cultural identity is wrapped up in being chosen by men, in being validated by men. Um, but there's this shift that happens through learning and unlearning that makes that a very real reality. And so as I sit with a knowledge that partnership is something that I want in my life, it is no longer a thing that I want in my life as a source of validation of who I am, where I'm going, my desirability in the world and that is my overarching philosophy for this episode thank you for listening to a semi-long episode and i will see you here next week